Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. Today, Philip talks about investing in the podcast industry. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And today we are talking about investing in the podcast industry. And this actually has inspired a follow up for the newsletter subscribers uh, at wealthbuildingmadesimple.us, the paid subscribers, um, to do a series around, or at least a follow up around finance uh, uh, in the content industry, whether it's music, whether it's uh, uh, like regular, what we call regular media, which is TV shows, movies, uh, and, and that's moving a lot of that finance is moving into podcasting. Um, uh, you know how all that works, right? Like, like what's an advance versus what's uh, ownership versus like how do you raise money for big distribution? Like, I'm going to talk about all that because it's 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 coming, right? If you if you think about banks financing regular businesses or uh and then venture capital you know uh always searching uh, uh searching for new uh n- new technological ideas to finance right the same you know there's since the new end of the sun so finance works the same way in media it's always looking for the new outlet for attention and podcasting is where all the attention is going and that money is coming to the industry. It's all, I mean, so this, we're going to talk about some of the deals done briefly uh, in this episode, along with uh, the parallels between podcasting and the music industry to keep it, to give you an industry that um, um, gives a good parallel, but we'll have the follow up about the specific finance uh, followed up from this podcast episode, but let's, let's get into it. So, uh, Podcasting is like Steve and I were talking about this, yeah, yesterday because this is my week to record everything, and and we've known each other for like three years now. Uh, and podcasting was been around for a, a while before that, but even as recently as three years ago, when we were doing it, you know, we just felt like like people like weird people, right? People were like, "Oh, what is this weird podcast thing you're doing? Like, it's just this. You you guys are weird. I don't even know what it is. Like, how do I listen to it?" Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it means. Some people still don't fully understand, but at least now they're aware. And I was like, Steve, we're here, right? What we've been waiting on the last three years, um, we are here because now I'm on, conver- I'm on conversations with, with executives at like, like Fortune fifty companies, you know, that that are wanting to launch their own podcast, and. Um, and that are in the older generation, and they're like wanting to do it. So I'm like, oh yeah, like now that they want to do it, the money is about to begin flooding in, uh, and it's it's about to get beautiful because again, same thing happens over and over again. So you when you had the music industry, uh, which has evolved over time, um, and different genres evolve, right? You know, we had rock and roll before the previous generation that that got a bunch of money in and went commercial and made a bunch of money. 
uh, and it's still evolving, right? Same thing with hip hop, right? And then you got money following, like, because it doesn't just go from rock and roll to hip hop, right? Because you have new levels of rock and roll, new expressions of rock and roll, new expressions of hip hop. But like the money is coming into both of those a lot, and it's uh, digital is transforming uh, how they make the money. Same thing with podcasts. So you think of podcasting as more like more like the internet radio version, right? So you've always had personalities that people have wanted to hear uh, their perspective on. Um, and so podcast is like the expression of that, right? It may have played out before in like talk shows or radio personalities. So it's the same thing, but but just like music, people, people listen to their favorite artists to uh, hear the expression of ideas that they resonate with. Same thing uh, with podcast, right? And side note, side note, one thing I'm excited about is uh, one of my dreams uh, was when I was in high school was to be sponsored by Adidas. And uh, I didn't go. At that time, the only way you were sponsored by Adidas, or the only way that we were aware that you were sponsored by Adidas was to like become a NBA player or something like that, or a sports player. And so I was like, I'm not giving up the dream. I'm going to be sponsored by Adidas, right? I didn't have any clue what a podcast was. And I'm like, now I'm in a position where, yeah, they're going to come to me and they're going to they're going to write me a check at some point in the future, uh, even if it's sending me a free pair of shoes. So podcasting give me that space. I went on a tangent, but thinking about podcasting and media and us being uh, similar to artists and Adidas sponsoring artists, they're going to sponsor podcasters. I'm going to be uh, team Adidas. Anyway, let's... Let's uh let's progress. So, digital transformation. So um, so one thing that has changed in podcast, and if you've if you've set up one, like it, it and I, and I I was not in the days. Steve has a friend of days where he was like podcasting early, where you just he would code up his own site and he would just send people to the site to listen. You know, when I came through, we would have hosting. We have hosting platforms that can. Uh, you can program in for them to send you out to all the major distribution platforms, so like Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, which makes it easy for you to access people who are on their platform. Um, you also have the ability to take your content, chop it up into clips, and put it on social media to distribute your deal. But the cost of distribution for music and podcasting is basically free, right? Because all those platforms allow you to distribute it uh, at no cost. And so the level of your reach is 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 large, right? I mean, and that's that's huge because I have people that listen to me uh, all over the world, you know, out of this, you know, studio in Mansfield, which is like awesome, right? I mean, kind of take it for granted because like it's one twenty three and like we're used to it, but that's a big deal for accessibility, right? So, so that's a big trend that is helping uh, explode. The, uh, the ability for you to spread your ideas and find your audience on the internet, content creation, uh, content creation, right? That's, I have a friend who's, who start, I have a, a few friends now who are starting their podcast and I'm the person that people come to in my circle for uh, ideas and inspirational podcasts. And what I always tell them is they say, hey, let me let you listen to this episode before it comes out. So I'll listen and know my feedback, but um, I always I always give them I always find something positive that I like about it, and I tell them that I leave out the negativity, 
because the negativity is just my perception of what I don't like. It doesn't mean that the market won't like it. It just means I might not have liked that expression of the idea in that form. And that's cool. So I give them the positive. And then I say, you know, the cool thing about art or content creation is uh, you create based on what you feel is uh, what you need to express. You give it to the market and then it'll evolve. The market will evolve it because you'll evolve, right? You'll, you'll get better. You'll be inspired more uh, based on like your interaction with the market. And as long as you are comfortable with that dynamic, right, it takes... It takes the removal of ego. So some people think content creation or creators are egotistical. Some are just like regular people. But I find the best content creators are the ones that like can remove ego from the process and just say, hey, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna have a conversation with the market, right? I'm gonna feel inspired, put something out there, I'm gonna put it out there, I'm gonna see how the market responds, right? I'm not gonna let the market dictate what I put out. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm going to put it out there and then I'm going to see what the market likes and I'm going to see what the market doesn't like. And where me and the market disagree, like if, if the market doesn't like something and I like it, then I win, right? But if the market likes something and I don't like something, I'm like, oh, cool, we can cut that out. And I, was, I want to continue to add and evolve to what to where me and the market are in harmony, right? Because I don't, and, and by the way, like when I say, when I like something, the market doesn't. It doesn't mean I'm going to keep feeding that to the market, right? I just may say, all right, how do I how do I create this in a way that the market appreciates it? You know, you know, um, because the, you know that's the the the, the sweet spot is uh, in making money is like you got some artists who are like, I am not. I'm going to just create, right? And I'm like, cool. Like you can just be broke and have no listeners, only creating what you want, right? But if you can say where the meaning market have harmony, right? Let's have the conversation. Let's have harmony. Let's have a two-way conversation and let's find mutual agreement, right? And that and that's where you find your flow and you can put out content like into infinity by having that conversation, right? So that's content creation. And then the level of personal branding is huge because the same thing that you see artists doing, like all the hip hop artists that leverage their, Jay-Z, obviously you guys know he's my one of my favorites, but he leveraged his personal brand through creating his content to become an amazing businessman, to to do business deals, to invest, to move the chain. Like you can do as a podcaster, you can leverage your personal brand uh, to move in business deals that uh, that the podcast helped create. It's, it's no different than like, the old school way before we had without media where you would uh what would they call that a reputation right you'd have reputation in your area podcast allows you to have like a large reputation uh uh and do it in a rate in a in a very scalable way um so that's the 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 you know those are the big parallels right monetization opportunities uh there's this is the fun part, because if you look at music, a lot of people, a lot of the musicians that don't make a lot of money in the music industry limit their monetization. They, they, they give their creative power of monetization over to the big record labels. And the big record labels might have ways to, to monetize that are favorable to them. And typically, since they're big and large, they're going to favor the monetization issues that are tried and true and proven that have worked in the past. But it's always evolving. Like monetization is always evolving. 
And so as an artist, the artists that are making money, like the like the level of in, like I use Chameleon Air for example, or just all of Swisher House from Houston. If those of you who are from Texas, I mean, they're a collective group of like entrepreneurs. They 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 built their brand on the internet. They took the money they made from selling CDs and touring, and they invested in you know real estate and startups. Like Chameleon Air, like made lots of money off tech startups. It's not talked about, but. Um, uh, th- they were entrepreneurs from the get go, and they were like, "We're you know, in a, in, a, in an industry where I think Jay Z on the interview said something like ninety five percent of the hip hop artists don't make money." You know, um, you you have this, the, you have these independent artists that most of the world doesn't know who Chameleon Air is, right? Most of the world doesn't know who Slim Thug is. Most of the world doesn't know who 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 uh, uh, Swisher House, you know, is. Um, but like they've made a lot more money than most artists, right? Like outside of music, because they because they had creative ways to to monetize. Same, same with uh, Nipsey Hussle, right? Same with uh, um, Chance the Rapper. Same with uh, who, uh, my other guy out of Houston, uh, Toby. You know, out of Houston, like you have this new age group of artists that are saying, "Hey, man, I'm gonna like be open to all kinds of monetization, op- you know, opportunities." Because like they're endless, right? You obviously have the brand sponsorships and the advertiser. You also can, you know, you know, you can sell, uh, uh, you can, you know, sell your content, right? So if you're a podcaster, that's a uh, uh, subscription services uh, to your to your content. That is uh, live events, right? Same thing you do in music, live events. Um, but there's all kind of monetization opportunities, and I'm gonna like follow up in the follow up to this and. And, and list a bunch of the monetization opportunities that podcasters can do in my newsletter uh, sign up or newsletter, uh, yeah, subscriber uh, complimentary content. But like my point in saying this is the opportunities for monetization are like endless uh, and they're only limited to like your imagination. I want to go through some noteworthy podcast investment deals. A lot of them happened uh, uh, in 2020, but they're they're just like the beginning. So so you want to th- you want to think of it like. Like a lot of people thought that NBA players were making money in the '90s, <laughs> not compared to today. Or a lot of people thought hip hop artists were making money in the '90s, not compared to today, right? Um, so go over these numbers, and you might say, "Oh man, these deals are big." Nah, it like just hasn't even really started. Like it's just it's just beginning. So um, first, I'm gonna go through like the big players, and I'm gonna go through some of the deals. But Spotify uh, has been making like Lots of acquisitions uh, in the industry. They bought uh, Gimlet, Parcast to build up their content library. We'll go over some of those deals and what they were allegedly, uh, at least what we can get from public knowledge, uh, done at Apple Podcast subscription. Apple Apple has now allowed for podcast creators to like integrate subscription right into their podcast platform, which is which is amazing, right? They're going to take their cut like they do for apps, uh, but that's available and easy because uh, I think I looked at my podcast, something like 80% of my listens come from Apple subscription or from Apple um, podcast. So it's huge, right? Very big platform uh, for podcasters. Um, the, the Let me get in some of the deals, right? Because, uh, uh, and let me go, let me, let me talk about a couple of big players too, just so you can know, but iHeartMedia, Intercom Communications, like 
when when you when you when you look at the record industry, if you want to do some research and look at the record industry, and I get I go I'm gonna do this in my newsletter. But when you go through and you look at the big players, you could think of like the 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 legacy media companies as like the venture capital firms, right? And they have all this money they made from the previous generation of media, and now they're gonna take that money and they're gonna invest in a new generation of media. And so these companies like the iHeartRadios, the Spotify's, um, um, the Intercom, like these big companies, they're taking money they made from from previous media and they're investing uh, in content now to build their conglomeration. They're becoming the Warner Music. They're becoming the Paramounts. They're becoming all those conglomerates, right? And by the way, those big conglomerates are going to come in too and play. Right, so the level of money that's about to come into the industry is stupidly massive. But Joe Rogan in 2020, uh, they bought the Joe Rogan Experience, or Spotify did for like a hundred million dollars to be exclusive on on Spotify. Uh, the Ringer, which was Bill Simmons uh, in 2020 as well, uh, his deal was reportedly around 196 million dollars um, cash and equity uh, uh, acquired by Spotify. Uh, Gimlet Media, Spotify bought them. You can see Spotify. Big, big player. Um, uh, they bought Gimlet Media, uh, which they had show like the startup and Reply All, and they they bought they bought them for around two hundred and thirty million dollars. Uh, Wondery, man, if you never listened to a Wondery podcast, they're a, it's an amazing storytelling podcast about just like different. Uh, I think they have like business wars and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, uh, Wondery was bought by Amazon. Uh, for around $300 million because um, Amazon is going to expand their podcasting presence. Um, Serial Productions was bought by the New York Times. The amount was not uh, distributed, but I'm giving you an idea of like uh, uh, all of these big podcasting platforms um, or media platforms that are getting into the podcast space. Uh so it's a big industry. It's it's uh, however you want to play with it, whether you want to invest in it, right? Because you can play by investing in it, finding a podcast, investing in it, and just like you would invest in a new startup, right? You can when they when when the when the big money comes in, you can participate in the upside of the buyout. You can invest. You can invest in one, and then if y'all stay independent and they monitor they monetize through different ways. You can participate in the monetization, whether it be branding, advertising, sponsorship, subscriptions, all the different ways. You find a good entrepreneur that has a podcast and you can invest in them. You can start a podcast, right? You can build a company around podcasting. Um, you can use podcasts to, to grow your business, right? I've done all these, you know, um, but it's, 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 Lots of ways that you can invest in podcasting. I'm going to also, my newsletter, go over four ways that a podcast can generate a million dollars a year. Um, and I'm going to list those out uh, um, as an example to walk you through. But what I'm wanting to, re- what I'm wanting to reiterate is podcasting is a real business, right? The same, the same way that people move to Hollywood to make it in whatever capacity, or now they move to Atlanta in whatever capacity to make it in the in the content creation business or saying people to move to Silicon Valley to get startup money like podcasting is that right it's the new version of that so if you have a creative bone in your body and you want to create and put out content that the world loves and you want to make money and it's a calling for you like it's a real business like forget what anybody some people might say 
oh, you know, you just want to be a YouTuber. It's unrealistic. Like, whatever. Like, don't listen to them. Right? Because, by the way, like, you, you also can just make $187,000 a year creating a podcast um, around, like, just a small niche of what you want to do. So you don't, have to, you don't have to be the Bill Simmons or the Joe Rogan. I'm just saying, like, podcasting is a real business. A real business, a legitimate, fun way to make money, right? And it's here, and it's early, and those who take advantage of it are going to, like, make stupid amounts of money, and everybody's going to be jealous of you, and they're going to be, oh, you know, and you're going to be like, whatever, like, like, I live my life, you live your life. Uh, I didn't get lucky. I told you, right? It was available to you, too, right? And by the way, it's going to be available for a long time, so they're not going to miss anything. Their only limitation is their mindset, but that's, I did the episode on that last week. So, uh, that's it. Uh, newsletters website is wealthbuildingmadesimple.us if you want the follow-ups on the financing of the media industry four ways a podcast can generate over a million dollars a year you gotta subscribe if you want to just check it out pay 25 bucks check it out um and uh yeah or just do 200 bucks a year and save yourself some money because you're gonna like it like you're gonna you're gonna pay 25 bucks you're going to like it you're going to renew to like just save yourself some money just pay for the year and uh, call it a day. Until next week, y'all enjoy yourselves. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. That's stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.